Welcome to the Root Cause Revolution podcast with functional and integrative nurse nutritionist and energy medicine practitioner, Audrey Christie. Hey friend, if I've said it once, I've said it a million times, add more plants to your plate. And it isn't so that you can go vegan, right? It's because some of the magical plant medicine cannot be replaced, right? And that plant medicine comes uh, becomes available to you when you pile on the fruits and veggies. The magical part I'm talking about today is antioxidants. Antioxidants are part of the system that we human animals are equipped with to protect our bodies from something called free radicals. And you may have heard of these free radicals, but do you know the impact they have on your body, your hormones, and your symptoms that you have every single day? Welcome. If this is your first time listening, I'm Audrey Christie. I'm a functional integrative nurse nutritionist and energy medicine practitioner. I help women heal from chronic illness and autoimmune disease. So I help you to stop chasing symptoms, find your root causes, and permanently heal your body from autoimmune and chronic illness. So as I mentioned, antioxidants are the antidote, right, to free radicals. They are the kryptonite for free radicals. And since this might sound like a bunch of crazy talk, let's get some basics covered here. So I'm guessing you've probably heard of antioxidants and at least maybe some, maybe some in commercials or if you've been in the health realm or if you've been hanging out on the podcast for long, I think everyone has seen antioxidant at one time or another. Usually it's in the form of an advertisement, right? So let's think, let's use rust as an analogy, right? Rust is the oxidation of metal. It's what happens when metal is left out and exposed to oxygen, weather and oxygen. It causes that metal to break down and eventually break apart. Um, You can also think of rust as corrosion. Well, that same oxygen that does the damage to metal is the very same oxygen that we require for breathing and energy and all sorts of things. But inside our human suits, just like in the situation of metal plus oxygen equals rust, it can be quite detrimental in some situations. That same thing that happens to a metal pipe happens inside of our body, right? Oxygen can break down our bodies, can make it sick, and ultimately damage it beyond repair. Okay, you got that? Now, all living organisms, humans included, have to produce energy in order for the body to function, right? Um, And the body, the energy in our body is just like the energy that comes out of the wall outlet. You can think of it like electricity. We get this energy from the food we eat. The electricity in your wall comes from solar power or coal burning or any number of things. But the energy that we use comes from the food we eat. And when we eat food, it starts a series of chemical reactions in the body. And that is referred to as metabolism. So during this process of metabolism, something called electrons, and I'm going to leave it here with just the word electrons, but stay with me here. Electrons flow through a series of reactions, eventually producing something called ATP. ATP is an abbreviation for an energy molecule or a molecule of energy in your body. Now, even though metabolism is carefully regulated in your body by so many different checks and balances, during this process of metabolism, some electrons escape and they become what we call free radicals. They're called free radicals because they're highly reactive and they're unpaired electrons. These particles damage your cells when they come in contact with them. 
So if you're thinking of like, okay, what is a free radical? And you're more of a, like a visualized person, then think of free radicals as these little red hot particles bouncing in all directions within every cell of your body. And everything that it touches, it damages. So it burns the DNA. It damages the cell wall. It damages the membranes. It tears up the proteins within the cell. So just if we just take that one part, like damaging the proteins, then if you damage a protein because it becomes oxidized, then it becomes an oxidized protein, which is called a protein carbonyl product. And when you have those, if you have these free radicals damaging these proteins, making these carbonyl products, then you have to know that proteins allow the chemical reactions to take place through the building blocks of our cells. And when they're damaged, they no longer function properly. Your cells become weaker and they die. Your cells die. Now, if you have a lot of cell death, what do you think happens to your human suit? right? Can you put that together? It becomes weaker and weaker and broken down and eventually dies. So this free radical influx, right? That happens. It's a chain reaction. These red particles, these red hot particles are bouncing around and it starts to damage the one cell membrane, but it also spreads to the other cell membranes around it like wildfire. It literally burns up tissues. What do you think burned up tissues leads to? Inflammation. Now, I'm using protein as an example here, but this also happens with carbohydrate metabolism as well as fat metabolism. So a lot of times people will be like, well, I'm just going to eat a low-protein, high-carbohydrate diet. Well, that doesn't protect you from free radical damage, right? It's just a different form of free radical damage, but still damaging in the same way. Now, one last bit of information on free radicals is where do they come from? How do I get a buildup of free radicals? And the, the, the simplest answer is they come from a lot of different places. Number one, they can come from metabolism. As I just described, they come from inflammation. They come from stress, right? Any kind of stress. We know that stress of any sort upsets our normal state of well-being, um, both physical and mental. They can come from the stress of exhaustion, uh, the stress of past trauma or current trauma, even the stress of infections, right? We know that psychological stress does physical harm. Free radicals can also come from environmental toxins, like we've talked about so many times before. They're in the foods we eat, the products that we use. Uh, you can go back and visit some of those previous episodes. I'll link them up in the show notes at audreychristie.com forward slash 165. You can go back and review some of those episodes on environmental toxins and how we pick them up. Um, you can also get free radicals from ultraviolet radiation. That's usually from tanning beds, but can also be from too much sun exposure. They can come from x-ray radiation. So if you're, you know, if you have a broken leg or broken arm and you're having a lot of x-rays, if you're having annual mammograms, did you know that those actually increase cancer risk because of the free radical damage? They do. <laughs> um, and they can come from low magnesium, right? You guys are wondering why I'm always harping on everyone to take magnesium all the time, right? <laughs> Part of that is free radicals. Now, they can also come from immune activation, like with an autoimmune disease, and they can come from excitotoxins as well. So now that we know what a free radical is and kind of where they come from, let's look at the antidote to free radicals. The antidote to free radicals, or the kryptonite for free radicals, those are called antioxidants. This is something you've probably heard of before. Now, in her divine wisdom, Mother Nature equipped our bodies with a very efficient system to protect us against free radicals. And it has a lot of different parts that kind of work together. They work together more efficiently than they work alone. Um, because if you're not careful, 
antioxidants can actually become free radicals themselves, particularly when they are used alone. Now, as I mentioned, free radicals are chemically, a free radical is a particle possessing an unpaired electron. Now, to the non-scientist, this doesn't mean anything, but you should know that electrons have to come in pairs. They like to be in pairs. So if you have an unpaired electron, it's going to steal an electron from whatever's close by. And that process of stealing an electron is what is called oxidation. When free radicals are loose in a cell that has what you have is a bunch of unpaired electrons and they begin to steal electrons from DNA molecules, from proteins, from fats, from carbs. And that is the process I was talking about earlier when it, where it goes through and damages the tissue that happens because it's stealing an electron. Now, Mother Nature designed a network called the Antioxidant Network with three parts, which offers us three layers of protection from these free radicals. And this is the part that you really need to tune into. This is how you prevent free radical damage. Um, you, the first one is the vitamin, mineral, and flavonoid network. The second one is the antioxidant enzymes. And the third are special antioxidant molecules. So let's look at vitamins, minerals, and flavonoids, because this is the one you have the most control over. And you've probably heard of these, maybe not called vitamins, minerals, and flavonoids, but they're things like vitamin A and beta carotene and vitamin C and vitamin E. And it's probably, you probably know if you've been hanging out here on the root cause revolution for a while, uh, you probably have heard of those vitamins. Some lesser known ones publicly, but you guys probably know about them, are like vitamins D and K, magnesium, we talk about that one a lot, zinc and manganese, those are the vitamins and minerals. And then on top of that, there are over 50,000 flavonoids, and flavonoids come from plants, just like vitamins and minerals, um, that humans eat, right? When you eat plants, they have the vitamins, minerals, and flavonoids that activate antioxidants or act as antioxidants. And what's really cool is there's lots of opportunity to consume these vitamins, minerals, and flavonoids. And that's really all we need to fight against free radicals. All vitamins, minerals, and flavonoids are important to each other. Each one acts in a different place and reacts and acts with a different one of itself, right? So vitamin C is mostly in the blood plasma and connective tissue. Vitamin E is mostly in the fatty parts of the cells. So vitamins and minerals and flavonoids are super specialized. They kind of play a zone defense, like in football or basketball. I'm not a big basketball fan, but I do know what a zone defense in football is. And they are highly dependent on the nutritional intake of those specific vitamins and minerals, right? So what happens is when an antioxidant, when vitamin C encounters a free radical, it's oxidized and becomes a free radical itself. So the vitamin C gives an electron to the free radical. The free radical becomes neutralized, but then the vitamin C is a free radical. But it's a milder one. It's a much milder one than the one than the free radical it neutralized, right? But it's still capable of causing problems, which is why we need so many different ones because each antioxidant is capable of regenerating the next. So for example, vitamin C regenerates vitamin E and vice versa. And so that's why it's not really great. That's why I don't recommend, unless you're really working on a specific cause, to just go buy a bottle of vitamin C and take vitamin C every day and nothing else, right? Because 
you're overdoing the vitamin C and you might not be providing enough support for the other vitamins, minerals, and flavonoids down the chain, okay? It's not a great idea to take one type of vitamin without the right guidance. So if you're taking a lot of vitamin D, for example, without vitamin K, which I've talked to you all about, then you're creating more free radicals. You're creating more problems rather than neutralizing it. Now, the second part of that antioxidant network is the antioxidant enzymes. Antioxidant enzymes and special molecules, I'm kind of going to lump these together because if we get way too far deep in that rabbit hole, there's a lot of big complicated sciences and you probably don't need to know that. But some of the enzymes and um, special molecules are things like superoxidized dismutase superoxide dismutase, often abbreviated to SOD, um, and then glutathione. Glutathione might be one that you've heard about because it's really important for immune function, which has been a topic of conversation for the last 12 to 18 months, right? It's also really important for the brain. It's really important for the liver and, of course, your immune system. Um, and so this another one you might have heard of is alpha-lipoic acid. That's one of the most powerful antioxidants. But again, you don't want to just take a bunch of it because it all has to occur in balance. So let's talk about what increases free radicals. So if we look at this as free radicals versus antioxidants, how can we decrease free radicals and how can we increase antioxidants? Well, we do that by eating more plants, right? But we know that what increases free radicals are the ones that are leaked to metabolism we know that chronic infections, viral or bacterial, result in a very intense generation of free radicals. Um, that's why it's part of like an autoimmune or chronic illness healing protocol. These can be things like viral hepatitis, Epstein-Barr virus, Lyme disease, um, lupus, rheumatoid, multiple sclerosis, Alzheimer's, ALS, right? We have the literal like viral and bacterial infections sort of baking in our bodies that cause this intense production of free radicals. Uh, we talked about stress, right? You can literally worry up a bunch of free radicals. So we know that stress is, you know, something that can result in a dramatic increase of free radical generation within every area of the body and particularly the brain. There's even studies that show that stress causes permanent damage to the brain. So free radical damage that cannot be undone. Um, another place we get free radicals are environmental toxins. We've talked about that, um, but processed food, beauty and cosmetic products, non-organic produce, and one of the most common places we get this is through chemical exposure through cleaning products, so the laundry detergents and soaps that you use in your home. So let's talk about the good stuff, like what increases antioxidants, right? How do we do that? So you're probably like, Audrey, why didn't you lead with this? I didn't need the whole scientific explanation, but I really wanted you to know why it works. So the number one way that you can increase antioxidants is to increase the plants on your plate. You need, 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 without question, fruits and vegetables in your life. And a lot of times people are like, but Audrey, I want to give up fruit. I want to give up this vegetable because of carbs. And let me tell you, it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter if you overeat fats or overeat proteins or overeat carbs. It all has the same effect in the end. But bottom line is that you have to have fruits and vegetables in your life. You have to have a variety of fruits and vegetables in your life. Most people are out there, um, you know, screaming that this extreme cutting of fruits out of their diet, you know, led to this extreme success. They weren't eating a bunch of fruit to begin with. They are not where they are now or where they were before they, you know, achieved whatever success, disease, 
um, reduction or removal or weight loss or anything. They, they aren't, they didn't start out where they were because they were eating too many apples, bananas, and oranges. That's not what caused their inflammation or their pain or their disease process. Now, the second way that you can increase antioxidants is antioxidant supplementation. And you can do this using topical or oral antioxidants. One of my very favorites is astaxanthin. Um, and it is a seaweed and it's very high in antioxidants, a, a lot of different antioxidants. And I recommend a lot of people take that kind of from spring to summer and maybe beyond uh, if you really need antioxidant support. Uh, it's difficult to find a trustworthy brand. It has to be paired with fat or it's not absorbable. So you can find a brand that I really like in my full script apothecary. If you're a member of the wellness circle or a paid member of the root cause revolution, then you actually get a really good discount on those practitioner grade supplements um, through my full script apothecary. And you can find that link on the show notes page at audreychristie.com forward slash one six five. All right, friends, if you want to get started on your own root cause revolution journey, then I encourage you to download my Kickstart Your Root Cause Revolution Guide. It's really short, easy read, lots of pictures, and it has all the information you need to get started on your healing path, including my drainage pathway clearing protocol. You'll also get an invite to the Wellness Circle and some of my other favorite tools. The Wellness Circle is my exclusive and free community to help women pursuing holistic wellness, body, mind, and spirit. We have discussions around the Root Cause Revolution podcast, some free office hours on Fridays, Wellness Wednesdays, where we have live videos, usually around a Root Cause Revolution topic, but sometimes around your questions. Um, yeah, it's a free community to help you body, mind, and spirit, right? You can find a link in the show notes page or go directly to audreychristie.com forward slash root cause for that. Now to wrap this up, y'all free radicals are unavoidable. So your best bet is to amp up your broad spectrum antioxidant intake with one of the methods we discussed in this episode, preferably eating more fruits and vegetables. If you only have one takeaway from today, know this, this, this right here is the important part. Chronic disease is preventable. Chronic disease and autoimmune disease are both capable of being healed or put into remission. And don't let anyone else tell you otherwise. Don't let people ignore your symptoms. Don't let people say, well, your labs look fine. You must be fine. It must be all in your head. It's not. Okay. You deserve to feel good. So don't let anyone tell you otherwise. Now, if you want to learn more about me, how to implement these things in your life to feel better in simple, practical, and sustainable ways, head over to audreychristie.com. There's free downloads and classes and all kinds of stuff, tons of resources to help you get started on your very own root cause revolution. Remember that I'm always rooting for you, friend, and I'm so grateful for you listening. See you next time. Thank you for listening to the Root Cause Revolution podcast. Be sure and subscribe on your favorite podcast provider. Ratings and reviews are always appreciated.